his Old Trafford debut. Dalo has to score. Dalo does score. He's got character. Diogo Dalo's wonderful cross, and what about that from the big man? Well, he's only been on the field for a matter of minutes, Diogo Dalo, but I tell you what, he does put in a fantastic cross. Now Dalo, Dalo back onto his right. Dalo gets his first goal for United, and what a finish! Welcome to another Manchester United podcast. I'm sat with David May at the Aon Training Complex, and we await the arrival of Diogo Dalo. May, are you a fan of Dalo as a, as a right back? Yeah, I think he's done very well. So his pressure coming to a big club for a youngster, but I thought his career got off to um, a flying start. I think he's done really, really well. Do you pay more attention to the defenders as a former defender yourself? Um, probably, yeah. You know, you like to see how they defend, how they like to get forward. And to be fair to Delo, he's he's been um, he's been both. He's very good at defending and he loves to get forward as well. He loves getting forward. It makes him very exciting. Um, I, I want to yeah. see him play more, but the problem is, is Aaron Wambasaka plays and you. Like he's one of the first teams on the team sheet now, isn't he? It is. It's um, it's a, it'll be a learning curve for him because obviously he's Aaron's probably one of the best right backs in the country. So mm-hmm. you know to get in front of him is going to be tough, but he's young and he'll be learning, and that's a good thing. Yeah, certainly is. Um, also, PSG bombed forward there, won the penalty last minute. We've got to talk about that, haven't we? Yes, yes. The uh, the the free kick, or the shot, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was, was a, a shot, shot, and then it won the penalty. It was a shot that was probably going in row Z. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we'll pull him up on that and uh, see what his thoughts are. But yeah, see if he agrees it was going in Rose Ed or if he's going to claim it was flying top ins. Uh, we should also say, obviously, we hope everybody's okay and um, we don't know what will happen going forward. The coronavirus is uh, having a massive impact on everybody across the country and around Europe and the rest of the world. Um, we have a few records in the bag, so we will continue for a few weeks. Um, but we don't know that there, there may be a pause at some point, and uh, I'm sure you'll all understand why. But hopefully not. But for right now. We're going to uh, introduce the main man, Diogo Dallo. One, two. <laughs> Diogo, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. How Thank are you? you? Thank you for receiving me. Mm, very good. Uh, working hard to, like you know, uh, to play in this club and then... And it's been been good, yeah. Nice. The very first thing I want to say is, I've just said Diogo, welcome to the podcast, but your first name is Jose, right? Yeah, Jose Diogo Dallo Teixeira. Yeah. So... Why in football do you go by Diogo Dallo? Uh, it's, it's, it's funny because when I start playing football, uh, my father my father loves football, so he wanted to be a player, but he couldn't because my grandma um, obligated him to go to study and study and no football because you know back back in the day it was difficult to be yeah. a football player, and and he had like vision uh, for me in the fu- in the future so he he knew that that, that those two names will be uh more uh how do, how do you how do you say so catchier yeah, yeah yeah catcher you can catch more of those mm-hmm. two names instead of jose or mm-hmm. teixeira uh yeah. and it's nice. it's nice yeah yeah good for commentators names yeah exactly yeah, but it's good. difficult it's been difficult in the in england to to catch my name sometimes it's diego instead of diogo i know it's difficult but, uh, it's not difficult. Nah, but most of the people still still struggling in saying yeah. in saying that. But uh, it's fine. Sometimes I'll talk to my dad, and he'll go, "Yeah, I saw Dalot got on." Yeah, Dalot yeah, is fine. Is it, you think that's like the, the the right pronunciation is Dalo? Yeah, but I prefer Dalot than Diego. Yes, yeah. sure, you know? sure. Yeah, yeah. But Diogo, Diogo is is fine. Yeah. I suppose being called David May, you never had this problem. No. No, it was quite easy for me. Yeah, I've been called plenty, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'm plenty sure. worse things. Yeah. But so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Nice. Um, so, how's training gone today? Yeah. All good? Good. Uh, preparing for, 
for Thursday. Uh, big game for us to get through the next phase, and then we, we're training good. Yeah. How's the cha- how's the training changed from Jose to to Ali? I think the both manager has have their their own way to train. Uh, most of all, we need to us as players. We need to give everything uh, for each manager that comes, mm-hmm. and uh, the way of training. Of course, uh, every manager has his own ideas. Uh, but overall, I think the the players' attitude and the effort in training has to be the the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I suppose we should start at the very beginning. Yep. You've already said that your dad encouraged you to play football. Yes. How quickly? Did you become, I guess, obsessed with football? And did you play any other sports? No, I was always, always a fan of football. Uh, every time, I, every since I remember, I was playing with the ball, uh, playing with friends, playing in, in school. Uh, and when I was about six, six, seven years old, I went to a like a small club in in my hometown, like a small school football school. Where is your hometown? Braga. Yeah. Braga. Braga. Yeah. And I played there for a couple, couple years, couple two, three years, and then I went to to Porto since I was eight until until I came here. Was it difficult to leave Porto? It was difficult because I had everything there. I had family, friends, uh, a club that I played for for ten years. But when you have Man United knocking knocking on your door, you can't say no. And and I was uh, was a very good challenge for me to to come here as a such a young age. Uh, but but I think I was I was willing to to take that risk and, and to fight for it. Yeah. How how did all that materialize? How did it come about? The move. It was in the end of the season. As soon as the seasons uh, end ended, uh, my agent knew that that I didn't want to talk about moves and talk about nothing yeah, until yeah. the end of the season. And then when the season starts to finish, because I had an injury as well. Uh, the season for me there was 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 over, and then we start seeing what what could be uh, the best move for me uh, because I was ending my contract there. Uh, so it was between staying in Porto or come to Man United, and 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 tough choice. Yeah, but like I said, <laughs> when you have when yeah. you have Man United knocking on your door, it's, it was a unbelievable moment for me uh, and something that I will never forget for sure. Is this where they brought you when you first signed? Did you come here? Yes, I came to Carrington. I signed here the all the paperwork, do the all the media stuff, and then I went to stadium, visit the stadium, visit the changing rooms, and then we went to straight to to LA for the tour. Have you been to Ultraviolet before? No, it was my first time that I went there. It was unbelievable. Uh, I remember I was on crutches, uh, yeah. but I wanted to go everywhere. Uh, to see everything, to go on the this mythical tunnel that that I only only knew from the playing FIFA, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it was was an unbelievable uh, feeling for me when I when I was there with my father, with my f- with the, with a friend of mine, and it was a moment that I will never forget. You, you, your father must have been really proud at that moment. Yeah. He, he, he don't show it too much, no. but I know he is. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a very proud father. He yeah. is because I've met him. Yeah, and your you mother. Met I met them outside yeah, Old Trafford, yeah, yeah. and I spoke to them for about five minutes, and they were so proud. Yeah, and they said one how excited they were that you were in yeah. Manchester and at Manchester United, and uh, that they hoped that you would be here for ten years or so. Yeah, they 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 love the the move that to Manchester. 
they always go to to the games two hours before to be around the stadium to be there to to get the uh, the atmosphere and then they go to to the, their box uh but like i said it's it's unbelievable for them as well and uh just try to to make them proud yeah but so it was i spent all day going i met Diego's parents earlier yeah, like yeah, it was yeah. quite exciting and I've never met a, a player's parents before. I hadn't done that. Yeah, it's and not. I think uh, I bet it's not normal to to the parents walk around the stadium or sometimes I don't know be be in public as mm -hmm. much as 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 the others. But like I said, my my father loves the the atmosphere, the environment that football has, and every time they they go everywhere. We we play Bruges. They went there. We played. Uh, I don't know if I went if I went to Astana. They will go yeah. as well. Uh, but they go everywhere because they they first of all they like to go where I go so mm -hmm. they want to be close to me but then they they like to visit uh, other places as well and this is a, a platform as well so they can go around the world and yeah. then to to not just to see stadiums but to see cities as well yeah it was obvious how proud they were it was yeah. really cool uh, one thing I do want to ask you because you mentioned seeing Old Trafford in computer games when you used to play who did you play with? And do you remember when you first appeared in a game? Uh, the first time, I think it was two years ago. Was, was it at Porto? Yeah, Porto. Was that what was Believe that like? Me, it was a proud moment for mm -hmm. me because you play since you were a kid. Yeah, and then you go. The face was nothing like <laughs> me, nothing. Yeah, but just to see the the man and my name yeah, and yeah, the shirt yeah. and you play with me, uh, I would start every game. I was with the overall like low 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 overall mm -hmm. but i played every single game amazing yeah <laughs> uh and then last year uh, we did the the face scan and yeah. my face was was like this yeah is it and, weird uh, doing that yeah it's 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 it's, the, it's strange but but when you when you're a fan of the game and when you play since you were a kid uh this these little things make you make you proud as well yeah yeah but you were in some games I don't think it would have been anything like like it is now. No, it wouldn't have been the same. But there were there were games did exist. Then. Yeah, yeah, there would have been. Yeah, but nothing like going having your face scanned or anything like that. No, but but were you were like at some point in history you were a young man that presumably oh thanks Sam took part. Yeah, in yeah. In I think you might have been as well actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I played, it was just little little I don't know stupid games, whatever it is. But we never really superstar soccer '98. Is that, that what it was? Yeah, yeah. See, I we never did all that. We never did all that. It's, it's totally changed. Different culture. Different culture, yeah. 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 That's okay. Yeah, but you have fun as well. You you had other ways to... Yeah, we'd have been yeah. we'd have been playing cards. That was our, our way of passing time and stuff like that. Never yeah. on computers. Yeah. No. Well, they put you on the cards. Every pack has a joker. Yeah, and a king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, one thing you will have in common, though, I imagine, is that at some point, and I, I imagine at Porto and for you, Maisie, at Blackburn, you become famous because you're professional footballers and people will want autographs. Is that something, at some point, you had to sit down and go, I don't know what I'm writing. I have to make yeah, something yeah. up. Yeah? It was, it was a funny moment with, uh, with uh, a guy from, from our club, Mason, because uh, last year when he, when he went to sign, he was just signed Mason Greenwood, his name, because <laughs> yeah. he didn't have a signature. Yeah. And it was exactly like me when I had... Like two or three years ago, when yeah. I first needed to do autographs, the first time the person came to me and say, "Ah, oh, do I have? Can I have your autograph?" 
I was like, oh, what I'm going to write? <laughs> I just write my yeah. name. And then you go home and you start practicing like mm -hmm. signatures and signatures. And, yeah. and then you, you get used to it. But it was funny because last year I saw Mason do, it, do that and Chongi as well. Yeah. And, and you remember those times that you, yeah. you had that, that problem as well. Do you remember the first time like United fans asked you to sign shirts and things? Uh, straight straight to the first the first week that I came because uh, I I signed all the paperwork and then I stay here for 15, 15 days to do treatment mm -hmm. uh, and I was on the on the hotel Hilton I think in, in the city center and I had like fans uh, on the door knocking for 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 autographs and then you start seeing what is the level that you mm -hmm. you start getting into. Because you didn't have that in Porto, you didn't have people waiting three yeah. or four hours yeah. in a hotel just because they know that you are inside, and they, they don't they don't know when you when you're coming out, and they they wait for four or five hours just to get an autograph, and that you start seeing with with another thing as Did well. Did you find that strange? Yeah, strange because in Porto, Porto is the biggest team in Portugal, yeah. but is the difference between. The level, the the you're talking about one of the three biggest clubs yeah. in the yeah. world, you know, and starting and moving from this reality from another reality, you mm -hmm. you start. Uh, it's the first month is is unbelievable right? because you start thing, seeing things that you never never saw, uh, people doing things that you never that you never see doing. And uh, the 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 change is is good in the in the first month. Then you start getting used to that yeah. and start dealing better with that. But uh, the the first month is is something. Crazy. So you went to you went to LA for your first tour. That must have been because I, I remember exactly. That's my first tour was Malaysia, and when you've got thirty thousand people watching training, yeah, it's like oh my god! I, I, I came from Blackburn. There'd be one man on his on his dog, as I said before, and yeah. watching training. But at United, you don't realize how big the club exactly, is. Exactly. You just realize. You just realize when you when you yeah. come here, because it's easy for for a person to say that United is one of the biggest, mm. top three club in the world, or top two, or top one, whatever. But they don't actually realize until you just until you come here, until you be a part of that. Do you find that difficult to live with going out? Do you, do you go out in Manchester? Or? Yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, to, to be honest, uh, I, I don't think for me it's so difficult yet for like other players have. Yeah. Uh, but um, I usually have no problems when I go out. Sure. I just, some person wants a, a photo, autograph, and yeah. I don't have problems with that. Because you practiced? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but... But yeah, some here the I think the mentality here is a little bit different from from Portugal. Uh, people are more used to have players around the city, yeah. to see players, to see celebrities, mm -hmm. and in Portugal you are used to see just in one spot or two or three spots. So it's it's more unusual to see celebrities or football players uh, in the city. And that's why here I think it, they're more used to that uh, because you can go with your family on a walk or something yeah, yeah. and not even get uh, one person to talk to you because they, they just they just know that you're walking through mm -hmm. and walking with your family and they respect that. And sometimes in Portugal, because they, they're not used to that, they just want to take that moment to, okay, um, mm -hmm. I need to take this moment to have a picture, otherwise I don't know if I get another chance. Another yeah. chance, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? That's why they... 
they they just see the opportunity there and they don't they don't waste it. Uh, so there's there's two different uh, mentalities mm-hmm. here. Uh, I don't I don't mean that one is bad or one is one is good, but yeah. they're different. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, you practice your autograph, but you just said people are taking pictures and stuff. Do you have a a, a pose that you do when people want a selfie? Uh, sorry? Do you have a pose? So do you pull the same face ah, for each picture? Uh, no, it depends on, on the mood. <laughs> okay. Uh, sometimes <laughs> you do a big smile because you made uh, some people laugh or something. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes you just do the, the, normal, the normal smile there. Yeah. Nice. I imagine like selfie cameras didn't exist when you were a player. Um, again, I'm not saying that to no. make sense. Just, just black and white, really. You did, <laughs> you did, I believe you practiced your signatures on the walls of your house. I did, I did. <laughs> um... Only because of my, my parents, where, where I used to live in Middleton, the first house I grew up in, my mum and dad were decorating the, the living room and it was brand new plaster and all that sort of stuff. So I thought I'd get a felt tip out and start practising my signature on the wall. I'm sure if you actually took the wallpaper off now, 23 Hillside Drive if you want to go and have a look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, signatures might still be on the wall. Nice. Yeah. There'd be a national trust plaque up there soon. David May lived here, legendary <laughs> yeah. podcaster. <laughs> that's the dream yeah that's the dream yeah uh, the other side of I guess people speaking to you in the street and that different culture comes I guess from the reception people especially footballers get on social media yeah. do you we've spoken to Jesse about this and some of the other lads is that something you pay a lot of attention to or do you just sort of put up what you want to put up and then you just leave the rest of it I think I think nowadays uh, social media is getting bigger and bigger mm-hmm. uh, and in my eyes, I just see it as a platform so we can communicate with people, mm-hmm. so they can know how we how we how we are, how we think. Uh, but sometimes it's not completely the reality of of, of what they see. Uh, of course, we try to be as uh, real as possible. Uh, but sometimes, sometimes it's it's just it's just a platform that is easy to talk, is mm-hmm. easy to criticize, is easy to yeah. you know. Uh, and 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 we try to manage um, the better way possible because nowadays it's it's a, a tough world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and when you when you're a football player, when you do you look after your own social media? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, your answers are exactly from yourself. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Everything that I post, uh, it's it's from myself. Yeah. It's from my point of view. Uh, of course, you have. Uh, advices from older mm-hmm. people, older people that uh, more experienced people as well, because you know, even when thirty years old, you're still growing up, and mm-hmm. because you have the other side, you have, for example, people like uh, the older guys from the team that this technology world is not as new as uh, or what I mean is newest for them that is uh, than for us, yeah. Yeah. younger lads. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they they're not more used to that, bec- but they need to be used because this is the world that we live now. Yeah. And for us young young people, it's it's we grow up like with this stuff, so we we know all of this, uh, and we we're more than used to that. But like I said, we then we need to get the advice for the older people, their experience. Uh, yeah. And answering to your question, I think uh, social media it's just a way to to communicate and and as long as you use that for good mm-hmm. i think it's it's fine because it's the the world that we live now nice this is a strange uh, connection but i was just thinking about technology and you're a defender what do you think of var at the first the the first beginning i was i was a f- i was i was okay with var mm-hmm. 
because the first time I had VAR was two years ago, uh, when under twenty World Cup, mm-hmm. they are doing, uh, they are trying Trials, the yeah. first the first competition with lower um, lower teams. Mm-hmm. So we're doing the the World Cup there, and it was it was pretty good. It was fun. Uh, it didn't take too long to check the 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 plays the 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 decisions yeah. so we were and they were making it simple you know they were they only went there just to see clearly red cards clearly faults that would be red card goals offsides and it was pretty pretty quick game quick game and then i think now pff, it's getting it's getting uh, yeah a little bit ridiculous yeah. and boring uh to see a game uh but like i said uh I think in the future they will change again. They will change yeah, you know, to another thing, mm-hmm. and in the future they will change to another thing. Uh, but I think the main reason is not to change the the football. The the mm-hmm. the main passion that we have to to score goals, to celebrate goals, yeah. uh, even though it's offside or no. Yeah, uh, that's part of the game, and always, and always, always was. And then, and I think it's you always have discussion, uh, other opinions. But like I said. The first beginning of the VAR was fan, but then I started to have a few issues. Yeah. So not necessarily the biggest fan of VAR, but you were part of an incredible piece of VAR Champions League and Manchester yeah. United history. The very first time in Champions League football that a team lost the first leg 2-0 at home and were able to go through. And that was because in the dying minutes in Paris, you won a penalty. In that moment, I became fan again of, of the VAR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was a strange moment because I was with the ball, I, sh- I shoot, and then I saw the ball going through his hand, but I, I, I up my hand and like it was to the referee, hey, hand. But every, everybody se- seemed so out of that, and it was just so yeah. focused on the corner, so I said, oh, okay, it's going to. Maybe it's not. Because what I saw was, I, don't, I didn't remember where the ball went, but I was just staring at you, like banging your yeah, elbow, yeah, thinking, it's like, so insistent. This will, and I was in my head, I'm going, it's going to go to VAR. Yeah, it's going to yeah. go to VAR, because he's shouting about it, so it's going to yeah, yeah. go. But then when he, when he went, I remember walking down, uh, because I was back there, uh, holding the, the position, was looking to uh, David on the goal, I was just please, please. Yeah. If yeah. if it's penalty, will be amazing. Will be something pff, unreal. And when he scored, was like, pff, you know, when when you when you wake up every single day and you dream about things. Okay, I want to be successful in football. I want to win things. Those moments, it's yeah. when yeah. you when you when you really feel that. And we didn't win the Champions League. I can't imagine the feeling which. Yeah. Um, and you know about the winning Premier yeah. Leagues and stuff like that. Uh, I bet it's the best feeling ever. And in that moment, we felt like champions. Yeah, yeah, like champions. What would have happened had it not hit his hand? Yeah, that's why. Where wondering. would it have ended exactly. up? And and I mean, no, no. Where, no, no where, the, where was the shot going? Where was the shot going? The shot go was going to the stands. <laughs> In my mind, when I shoot, it was like, this, thank is, God, thank this, God is, no, this is going to be an amazing goal. Yeah. yeah, But it's like that. When If if I pass the ball to the side, maybe yeah, we're yeah, not yeah, talking yeah, about this. Touch, yeah. Yeah. yeah, nothing would have happened. It's unbelievable History when you think in those, oh, in those moments. Yeah. yeah, Brilliant. Okay. Uh, so Maisie was a centre-back, played a few games at right-back. You came as a right-back, but now we've seen you playing on the wing. 
where do you prefer to play? And obviously when you signed, we all knew you as a defender. Were you mm -hmm. always a defender before? Yeah, no. When I start, when I when I first start, I was I was playing more uh, forward. Mm -hmm. uh, but when I was around 12, 13, uh, I started playing right back. And since then, I I earned the taste of defending the the um, that taste of being back there to help the team defending, and then attack because the that the attacking part was there since the beginning. Then I start to 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 like defending, to start that taste of defending, of tackling, of closing inside, of talking with the defenders mm -hmm. and, you know. Um, and through the years, um, I, w I was realizing, because sometimes I would play uh, winger, sometimes I played right back, but through the years I, th I started thinking that that would be my, my, my position and that's the, the position that I love to play. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's the position when you can get the the best of me because um, every time I you train harder, harder and harder to to defend properly and defend good, and then if you have the ability to attack as well, mm -hmm. I think it's the perfect the perfect match. Yeah. And we know you've got it, and you scored your first goal recently. Yeah. What was, was that like? Oh, it was unbelievable. <laughs> it was like um, a release of 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 some frustration as well because it's been a it's been a tough. Half, uh, one and a half year here uh, because of the injuries, mm -hmm. um, and and it was a a big fight for me since since I came, uh, and that moment was was a moment to to be proud as well because you know scoring goals it's always always unbelievable and I didn't score for pff, one or two years. Mm -hmm. So so it was a very good moment. Yeah, the celebration looked like there was exactly, a lot of relief. Exactly. Oh, it was genuine. It was was something that I didn't f even think about it. Yeah, you know when you're when you're showering before the game and you imagine scoring goals, you imagine how you're going to celebrate and and things. But that moment, you do you just don't think. It's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> we, <laughs> so we, know, we don't score a lot of goals, <laughs> so when you do, it's like oh, I've scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, total shock. Likes of markers, they can they can rehearse what they want to do mm -hmm. because they know eventually they're going to score. Whether it's you know they can go on a three or four games without scoring, but they know they're going to score. Yeah. yeah. We're thinking, well, might score, might not score. So when you do score, it's that mm -hmm. instinctive thing that you just do whatever you, comes to you. Do you get seven? Eight, I think. Eight. eight. Eight, yeah. Do you remember them all? Yeah. Go on. Uh, first one was, no, Sheffield Wednesday, Porto in the Champions League. First leg or second leg? First leg, 4 0. It was described as a Dennis Law finish. Was it? By, yeah. by, by, by Big Ron. You know? So what, I was, what year was that? That would have been uh, 96. Okay. 96. Quarterfinals of the European Cup. So Mario Giada. No, no, I was, I was, yeah. was you born? No, no, no. 99. But oh, I <laughs> look back to the history. Well, yeah. oh, okay. Do you remember those games? Uh, don't remember. But no, no, no. But yeah, remember I mean, the result? The, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah 4 0 at home. Um, Middlesbrough to win the league. Chelsea at home. Paborski volley on the edge of the box. I deflected that. <laughs> Middles, Middlesbrough, I scored two at Middlesbrough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I remember them. Nice. Yeah. Do you, do you set, obviously I, I can't imagine you set targets for scoring goals, but I think right now we should take the target of nine. Yeah. Just to be amazing. <laughs> I hope to, I hope to be more. Yeah. I hope to be more, yeah. yeah. But also I suppose when you play as a winger, I suppose you're encouraged to, to yeah, take yeah. more chances. Even at right back, even at right back, I yeah. remember last, last season I played in Porto, I scored, six and I made I don't know 10 15 assists 
So that was the the biggest year in terms of, of goals and 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 assists. Of course, when when you play regularly, when you play more games, it's getting more. The expectations get more higher and mm-hmm. higher yeah. and higher, and then you you can you can push a little bit more. But of course, goals and and it's the uh, it's the main main thing in football. Yeah. No? There was a game you played for Porto that I think is the one that made the world sit up and pay attention to you, which is when you played against Liverpool, Liverpool yeah. and had an incredible game. Were you aware of how people reacted to that game? And did you feel in the game like you were playing exceptionally well? Or was it just another day? No, it was was uh, just a normal feeling because uh, I, I played. I think it was my second or third game mm-hmm. starting in the first team. Uh, and of course, we knew it was, was 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 my first Champions League game against Liverpool. Yeah, big names, mm-hmm. uh, big stage. So it was was a, a fantastic moment for me. But then it's when you're on the pitch, come come yeah. come naturally, and and you just don't think about it. Just think of playing and have fun. And and I think it was was on that day. Yeah, yeah. The cameraman stood there. Is a Liverpool fan. Yeah. And he said earlier, he was like, yeah, first half, Salah in his back pocket. Second half, Mane in his back pocket. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, was fantastic for us because we lost 5-0 uh, or something in, in, in the first game in Porto. But then we, we drew 0-0. And, and you can say, okay, they, they, they took two or three players uh, for, the first, mm-hmm. for the first 11, but they didn't. They, they were almost the same team. Yeah. Uh, and we 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 went there. We made some changes, but we went there with with everything that we can because you know it's although with the although we 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 knew that it was difficult to 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 get back for that result. Uh, I think we 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 needed to to fight for 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 the result. And the draw was was not a bad result, but I think we we played played enough. Yeah. Yeah. Did you look at the the Liverpool game as a Looking at Liverpool and Manchester United, the biggest rivalries. Yes, it's it's similar because yeah, it's it's funny because in Portugal they think or back in back in and the some people thought that. <laughs> Do you want to come in? That. Been slightly interrupted by Bruno Fernandes. Hi. How you doing? Fine, you. Congratulations on your goal weekend. Yeah, we loved it. Thank you. It's about time. Well, you played three games. No, no, it's about time you scored. You had the, <laughs> the pulse at Chelsea, should have scored. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> I bet you love having him here. Yeah, unbelievable. And he's a top top guy, top player, and he's going to be a legend. Did you, did you have any say, or did you, did you speak to him about coming to Old Trafford? Yeah, I speak, I speak with him in the summer. Yeah. So you all, everybody knew that. Mm-hmm. We were going to talks in the summer, and I spoke with him as well. In the summer, he wanted to come here. Uh, he didn't went, but now finally he came here, and, and 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 I was very happy for him. Very happy for to have a, a Portuguese guy yeah, in the team, yeah. and it was very good for him as well. How good is he? It's unbelievable. He can get better, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. He's gonna learn a lot from 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 this club, but I think he's a massive. Massive uh, player to have in this team, mm. and and I think it's it's going to be a very good player for for this club. You said a legend a second ago. Yeah, he's going to be, no doubt about that. Yeah, 
Top player. He Top looks player. Uh, he looks like a leader as well because we can't hear what he's saying, but on the pitch yeah. he's always pointing and talking to people. Yeah, he's, I think it, it was. I mean, it was uh, the captain in Sporting. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, he has a, he has is experienced player as well. Twenty five years old. He played in Italy. Played in Port- Portugal. Uh, he knows what he's doing. So mm-hmm. yeah. I think is it's going to be very good for him. Yeah. Nice. So were you just messaging saying, "Yeah, come along, come along, come along, come on, come on." Yeah, I was just no stop this 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 thing and then just yeah. come. <laughs> <laughs> nice, because we were all all of us were like, because there was always loads of rumours about that maybe he was going to join and maybe he yeah. wasn't, but he kept playing games for Sporting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone was going, "What if he's playing? Everybody, maybe everybody, it's not happening." Everybody thought that it was going to be. Oh, this is going to be the last game. Oh, yeah. this is going to be the last game. Oh, he's crying uh, after yeah. the game. So this is going to yeah. be the last game. Yeah. It was when uh, did you know? Uh, just two or three days before the before the announcement. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. So yeah, so yeah. very close. Yeah. Nice. Because he even it was very quick. The decision was very quick as well. Mm-hmm. He didn't know in one day, and then the day after he, he told me, "Okay, I think it's going to be day after." Ah, uh, no, I don't think so. But day after, yeah, it's going to be. So was a uh, was fun as well. It's great to have him. Yeah. So have you been showing him around Manchester? Yeah. Uh, and the first days I helped him, it was it was in my home. Mm-hmm. Instead of staying in the hotel mm-hmm. alone, yeah, she was in my home living. And now he has his family, he found a house as well. So he's settling in, and I think it's settling in perfectly. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Does he like the weather? <laughs> yeah, I think it's now he's a little bit sick of the changing of temperature. But, yeah. <laughs> but I think uh, used to everyone's <laughs> everyone gets to. That, yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I want to talk about is when you did join United, you the first thing you did, as far as I'm aware, is you bought your youth team a coach. Yes, which it is was amazing. one of yeah one of the the first things that I thought uh, to do when when I came here because when I moved to Porto, mm-hmm. they didn't win nothing, so Porto didn't pay them. Porto didn't ah Porto gave them like six Nike balls. It was the first <laughs> Nike balls that yeah. that the club had. So uh and of course when I move sometimes because it's it was a very long period, uh, you they didn't win nothing from my move to United. Mm-hmm. Uh because if I played only five years with Porto and seven years with my hometown club, yeah. they win something. But because I played too many years in Porto they didn't, uh, and that's why I, I I took my my first my first uh, salary to to pay to to buy a, um, a van for them so they can travel with the kids, uh, travel them home, give uh, take him to training as well. Because I remember back in the days, my father was doing that job as yeah. well. Uh, so my father was. Picking uh, me, picking a teammate, picking this teammate, and then all back to training, and then all back to home. So I think it's it's getting easier and easier with so nice, with yeah, so nice. Yeah. Am I right in thinking? Are you Portugal's most expensive teenager? Uh, I think the most expensive right back. Uh, okay, teenager. Yeah. yeah. Did you feel any pressure with that? No, I think. If, uh, it gets a point that it's just numbers, just mm-hmm. static stats, and 
and if you if you overthink in that i think you'll be yeah. you'll be living on something that you that you don't want to be mm-hmm. uh living in the past living in the yeah. those stats i yeah. don't think it's positive for you uh but just the only thing that can get you is motivation i think mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh one thing i think would be interesting to talk about is jose Mourinho, because he was the manager yeah. that brought you here he also i guess is a porto legend yes so legend. and do you remember him running up the touchline yes i remember it was i remember uh since i came here before i came here i remember uh old trafford most of all because of that moment yeah okay uh, because it was a unbelievable moment for mm-hmm. the club, uh, and of course that that run that he does on the touchline was was uh, I think was it's Porto history as well. Yeah. If you go to the Porto Museum, you see you see that that running that he does uh, in the screens, and and it's, it was was a very proud moment for the club. Yeah, yeah. remember that? I remember it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, remember it well. What was it like? Because he was the man that signed you. Did that feel like a big compliment? And I guess the opposite of this question is, how did you feel when he then left? I think it was was very important for me when when I get the call from him uh, to come here uh, because it was unbelievable with me. Even though I, I was injured, he didn't give up on me. So he, he knew that as soon as I get get back, I'll be I'll be fit and good to, to play in this club. And he believed me, uh, was fantastic with me every 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 single time that that uh, that he was here, um, and I of course I owned that uh, to him because it was was a very good part for me to to come to this club. Uh, of course, uh, <laughs> when you get through these things in football, you need you have changing of of managers. Mm-hmm. You need to to be prepared for that. And and then Oli came, uh, another manager, another experiences, uh, another things to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, like I said in the beginning, the overall is 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 get the best the best of of, of both, and and then you you need to grow, you need to, to grow up, you Become need to yourself, yeah. exactly and yeah. develop. And for me, it was was a good moment as well because I never went through a situation like that mm-hmm. um, of being with a manager. Uh, and then switch and then have another manager six months later. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was another experience, another yeah. thing to learn. And uh, it was uh, fantastic for me to, to grow up in that level, mm-hmm. uh, especially mentally, physically as well. Uh, come to a different different league, different club, different country. Uh, it, and it's been, in terms of um, learning, it's been, it's been fantastic for me. And the new manager that came in is a previous occupier of your shirt. Yes. Did he mention that? Uh, I think we never spoke about it. Um, uh, when I first chose the number, uh, I think it was because uh, I loved the number two. So mm-hmm. for me, it was my 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 the best the best number for me. Yeah. Uh, or the one that I like the most is yeah. it's a number two. But of course, Victor was with the number mm-hmm. two, so um, it was occupied. And then I was between 22 and 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Romero wanted the, the 22. Uh, and of course, I had the 20. Uh, I was doing 20 years old at that time. Um, I don't, it had the number two. 
and then the the famous song of 20 times yeah. man united so it was so quite nice isn't it little things that Perfect. make me yeah. made me made me choose the number uh and uh was was a good number and a legendary number with van persie yeah. with all mm-hmm. uh and it was it was good for me yeah i've never despite my best efforts been signed by a football club so i don't know how it works do you just give get given a selection of numbers to choose from? Or do they just say what do you what would you like? I think you as soon as you get the deal done, mm-hmm. you start thinking about that and you start <laughs> you start going to the the internet and start yeah. saying, okay, let me what's see available. What, what's available yeah. and it, what's what is not. As soon as I get the deal done, I was searching for for numbers. Number. Of course, I was sad because Victor had the number mm-hmm. two, but the uh, the rest was was to see the the availability and then. It's just just shoes, eh? And when you when when the manager asks you what number that you want to have, mm-hmm. you have an idea already. Yeah. Would you ever want to change it or just stick with twenty now? I think I'll I'll say mm-hmm. uh, I like the number. Of course, if Victor wants to change it, I don't mind it. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, but but uh, I don't have. I'm not that superstitious no. or something that. Uh, I think my my head and my legs are the ones that that yeah. play know my number and my it's name. Not what the, it's exactly. not what's on the back. Yeah. It's what's on the front. Exactly. Yeah. We spoke to Victor about squad numbers when we sat down with him for the podcast, and he told us that he actually doesn't care about the number at all. Really? And that Jose just said to him, "Number two is available," and he said, "All right, that'll do." He doesn't care. So if you did want to swap, he might be up for it. Uh, I think I'll tomorrow I'll speak with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Next if that season. happens, everyone should be aware this came from the podcast. Yeah, we got yeah. that done. But I think I think he. He, he learned the taste for the number two. Okay. Now it's going to be difficult. Okay. But I'll fight for it. Yeah, no you could sweeten the deal. Buy him a dinner or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think a dinner was, will be short for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seems like a good swap. Um, you you always stuck with four, didn't you? I was 12 when I came. Oh, did, well, yeah, okay. 12 and then four. Okay, so why did you change? Just because it was available? Um, Steve Bruce left. Yeah. And then the managers gave us a number four. So. 12 is a bad number, isn't it? Well, 12 always used to be the substitute. That's, that's the first. It's the I mean, first. In, sub, Portugal, in Portugal, 12 is the second goalkeeper. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's difficult. Yeah. It's yeah. a 13, no? Yes, yeah, 13 here. And they, they, they do a, a little change as well because they put the, the left back with a number three. Yeah. Yeah. And the center half with five. Yeah. So with the opposite, we do like two, three, four, and the left back five. Which makes more sense. Does it? I think yeah, it is. because oh, know, yeah, if you yeah. think about how it goes, it goes. You, you don't you don't write them as you would you don't read them as you would write them. If that oh, makes sense, yeah. Because you go one, two, swap over to the left, three, four and five in the middle. Yeah. Then six and eight are in the middle, mm-hmm. but seven's out on the right, eleven out on the left. Then you go nine. It doesn't doesn't yeah, run. But it was a thing that I noticed every single time we played uh, national teams against England mm-hmm. against England. Yeah. Was the only national team that had. Like the number fives because we go, we go through meetings and then the manager says okay the number five is going to do this and we automatically yeah, think yeah. it's going to be the left back yeah. but they know it's going it's the center half so it was that's why we we knew that so it's uh, only England that does that yeah I think it's oh, only in England wow aren't we strange there you go and it's it's a it's that's a thing that I'm I'm here for a year year and a half and I still didn't don't know how to answer this question. And I don't know if you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why in England is the only country that the two uh, flag referees mm-hmm. have different flags? Because one is senior to the other. Yeah. So if the referee gets injured, then the one with the stripes on the edge of the flag becomes a referee. And then ah, the fourth official then becomes okay. a linesman. 
I okay. I don't think another person in this room knew that. Yeah. Great knowledge, mate. You were the only yeah. person that could answer yeah. that question because yeah. I made this question f- for 50 people and they didn't yeah. know yeah. how to answer. I'm a qualified referee. I wouldn't have had a clue. Yeah. That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. Well done. Um, Very just, good just while we're on numbers. I think so. At, at Wolves, your countryman, Rui Patricio, has number 11. Yes. That's an odd one. I think they, it's because he's the, he likes the number one. Yeah. And, and I, I think have. Had, they have the teammate with the number one. Yeah. So, but it's... it's it's impossible to have a goalkeeper with a with eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for forwards. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a bit yeah. bizarre, isn't it? Um, so, we've talked about how you got here. Where do you want to go? What do you, do you set yourself goals, or do you just come in day to day? How do you how do you want it to go? I think when you when you're not playing regularly, when you the things are difficult, mm-hmm. the easiest way is to is to go away, to run away from that. Mm-hmm. But for me. I don't like that. Uh, it's been a really tough challenge for me, but I'm willing to to fight for it because I think that I can play here for for many years, uh, play as much as I can, uh, and yeah, I just need that 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 chance, that chance, that yeah. time. Exactly. Mm. Uh, sometimes you just need the the that click. The uh, yeah. yeah. So to have the the opportunities and to grab that. And for me, it's been a. F- some some people might might think that's been terrifying for me or terrible for my career, but it's been fantastic in terms of uh, knowledge, in terms of growing up, in terms of 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 playing as well. But I didn't change this for for another thing, and and I don't regret any of the decisions that I made uh, uh, to come here. And uh, I'm very proud to be a Man United player, and I just wanna. Just want to make part of of the history of the club as well, and I think I have I have everything to 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 do that. But I just need the the opportunity and the time for that. Do you think is it injuries that that make you feel like it's been such a tough time? Yeah, for sure. Uh, because I had only two injuries, but it was two big injuries. So that's what made me a little bit sat back, or I had two or three setbacks because of that because you lost you lost time you lost opportunities you see opportunities uh, going away because you're you're out of the team but like I said it was was uh, very tough moments for me but at the same time it was very good moments for me to grow up mm-hmm. uh, because I never had injuries before so my first injury is right before I came here uh, so you get a big injury, you get through that, and then you stop playing, you stop playing, and then I had a little bit setback as well after the the, the big the first big injury. So you get another month out, then you come back, you play until the end of the season, and this season I was fit as ever in the preseason. I was feeling good, top, better than I never mm-hmm. felt before, and then you have other injury, and that's when you think of I was doing everything. Because I'm that type of guy that, outside the pitch, I do everything that I could to be prepared, to to be prepared to to play, to train, everything. Uh, so when you have an injury, sometimes you just think, okay, you you're doing something wrong, or it's just normal things that can happen. And and within my age, you you think that 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 comes as well for 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 the maturity, the 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 age, and and you start learning those things. 
Um, and then the club going by Aaron Mambasaka. Yeah, of course. And club because brought yeah. brought uh, brought Aaron as well, which it's another challenge for me as well. But that's a good challenge. Exactly. Yeah. But I didn't sign for Man United thinking that I wouldn't no. be fighting for a place or fighting mm -hmm. for a position. Uh, I knew that already, but like I said, I'm the type of guy that fights for it and uh, will be fighting for f until the end of the end of my career, and and I think I will I will be su successful here. Yeah. You will be. Yeah, I think you we will, will think be. so too. Yeah, Diego, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. I've been listening to the podcast. So yeah, oh, yeah. Which has been your favourite one so far? I uh, listened, the three that I listened completely was uh, Jesse Ash Ashley yeah. yeah, and a bit of, of the manager, yeah. Nice. What did you think of, did you know the story about Ashley Young and the bird poo? I, th I saw the memes, of course. Yeah. I saw <laughs> the memes. Uh, but I believe him. Yeah. <laughs> I believe him. You believe him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, I think it was very difficult to, be, to not believe your eyes because exactly. it's right there. Because it seems so... Yeah. So real. Yeah, so yeah. real. Bizarre. But Has yeah. a bird ever shit in your mouth? No, nothing. Nothing. No. I had to pull that in. You did See not it? have to be. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. I'm pretty sure everybody would have loved listening. He's such a good talker. He is. What a lovely lad. What a lovely lad. Very humble. Knows where he's, he's where he is. Obviously with uh, with his football. Top lad. Really I tell you, is. one of the problems of this podcast. I don't know if anybody listening feels the same, or if you feel the same. But the more players I meet, the more I like them. So the more I want them to play and do well. And there aren't enough positions. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good shout, Sam. To be so fair, I want to get everybody yeah. in. Yeah, there's a few players you think, mm, is he worth it? Is he worth it? And then you get to meet, you think, what a top lad he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, becomes well, very difficult. Diogo's different class. It yeah. really is. Speaking of different class, a uh, a cameo and a first appearance on the podcast. I'm sure it won't be his last. From Bruno Fernandez. How cool was that? I'm sneaking into the picture. Yeah. I think he's waiting for a taxi or whatever it was. But um, yeah, sneaking into it. Yeah, and then straight away you went. Yeah, glad you finally scored. Well, I'll give him a little G upon you, and probably he'll go on and score many more for us. I'm sure. Yeah, he's done all right. Well, I'm since, surprised if he gets player of the year, player of the year, and player of the month. He's absolutely fantastic. No, wouldn't be surprised either. All right, we'll wrap this one up. If you want to get in touch, it's UTD Podcast, United Podcast at manunited.co.uk, which is manutd.co.uk. Um, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.